0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Give God some praise. He's worthy. Come on. I know it's Wednesday, but he's still worthy. Amen. He's still worthy. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You see, the, the real church is here on Wednesday night. Amen. 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 You look good tonight. Amen. You feel good? Amen. God is good, amen, all the time, you're supposed to say that, God is good all the time, all the time, God is good, amen, amen, I just want to tell you how much me and my family, we're so thankful for uh, Bethlehem Church, we love Brother and Sister V, and yes, Kate and Ellie too, don't, I hope, just, you have to bleep that out though, I don't want anybody else to know it. Amen. And we love Bishop, Sister Wilson, Brother Austin. We're we're it's always an honor to come minister to you. Have so many friends here. Amen. And and thank you for your response. It's it's because of you that your church is is anointed and powerful. You have a prayer room. That's key. You have a prayer room. You I believe I know you love people. Amen. Cause I've been looking around, look at your neighbor. Not everybody's lovable. And now everybody's wondering who's he talking about? Mm. Amen. So we're we're always we're always thankful uh, to be able to come minister to you. Uh, keep praying for me, praying for the, the will of God to be done through our ministry and what's God doing and me and my wife celebrating 30 years of anniversary this weekend, so we'll be going to Mexico. Pray for us. Pray for me. No, I'm I see you smiling, Sister Pam. Hey, Amen. Brother and Sister Wirt, thank you for buying my meal the other day. I didn't know you had bought my meal. Thank you for, I told Sister Wirt that her, her uh, she asked me if I like meatloaf. I think she was trying to throw me off, but I, I like meatloaf. But she had chicken and dressing that tastes just like my grandmother's. Also, that was an extra blessing, and thank you, Brother Craig, for inviting me. Amen. Appreciate everybody, everything that you do for the kingdom of God. Amen. The book of John, chapter 10. I don't have three points in the sermon, but I do feel like God wants to speak to us tonight. Let me turn my timer on. I know y'all like the timer thing. I know. I said that at Bishop Carpenter's and I got in trouble. I asked if he preached with a timer and everybody looked at me started shaking their head. (laughs) Amen. John 10, chapter 1 through 5. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, but that he that entereth by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter open, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. They know his voice. I feel the Holy Ghost. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him. For they know not the voice of strangers. Amen. Put your Bible down. Let's pray. God, help us tonight. Help your word to go forth tonight. Touch your people, God. Edify the body. Lift up, warn, exhort. God, let there be a powerful move of God in this altar today. Let your word go forth. Let the gifts of the Spirit, be- God, touch the people of this church. Lift their spirit up tonight. Speak to them and give them understanding, God, like you. Amen. When we lift our hands right now to the King of Heaven tonight, and thank Him for His mercy and His grace. Amen. He's worthy of all the praise. God, we're going to give you thanks. Clap your hands as you're being seated unto God. Amen. I want to speak to you. If you need a title, I'll call it Voices and Echoes of the Prophets. Voices and Echoes of the Prophets. We we gotta be real careful that we're not governed by our emotions. Can I just what God has been speaking to me today and this morning and this evening in the prayer room? We cannot be a people governed by emotions. We are emotional creatures, but we got to be governed by the Word of God. The Word of God says, yay and amen, amen." The Word of God should govern our lives, right? Amen. I heard a podcast. Uh, I don't remember when I. It was been six months ago, maybe a year. I can't remember, and it was it was about a uh, a, uh, a sheep herder, a shepherd in. And this man was on tour there. I don't remember the man's name. It was on the podcast. I listened to, I've listened to so many of them. And he, he went up into the mountains. And he said, the man on tour, he said, do you want to see a lot of sheep? And he says, yeah, I'd like to see it. So he gave him this background of sheep and the shepherd. And he, he said he went over and they dipped over this hill and in, in, in this valley. There was thousands of sheep. And he said, he said, you're probably looking at 10,000 or more sheep right now. But he said... They're a shepherd by, they're, they have more than one shepherd. If you'll look, you'll see the shepherds, they're all gathered around. They're talking and they're, you know, just talking like we talk and having a good time. You know, that's what we're supposed to do, you know. not look at your phone all the time and talk to each other. <clears throat> and he says, just, just stay here for a few minutes. And so they sit there and the man was giving them a history of the valley. And, and for long, he said that, he said the shepherds began to, Uh, depart and one of the shepherds would speak and he said out of the thousands of sheep so many sheep's head would lift up and begin to walk towards him and then he said other sheep uh, another shepherd would would speak and so many sheep would lift their head up and begin to follow him they wouldn't lift their head up only if their shepherd was speaking to them right and in John 10 Jesus said that his sheep would know his voice. There's a lot of noise today. There's a lot of voices speaking to us. And it's not that God's not speaking, it's that we can't God's not gonna fight all the noise to get your attention. A lot, a lot of people don't know the voice of God. And and uh, he he raises up people like John the Baptist. He raises up a prophet that and he raises up people like Samuel for the people that, that that they have to have a leading and they gotta know what God is saying. We gotta know what God is saying. There's a lot of people preaching, but they don't know what God is saying. I, I pray I pray all the time. I say, God, if if you tell me something to shift paths to go. Uh, in a different path of ministry or anything like that, always confirm it to my pastor. That way I'm not just wandering around thinking that I'm hearing the voice. It's very important that you know the voice of God. And you know the voice of the man of God. On December 6, 1980, Mark David Chapman boarded a plane in Hawaii for New York City where... He planned to be famous by murdering a beetle. He had a 38 caliber revolver tucked in his luggage. And by his own account, he said that there was a small voice in his head telling him to do it. He later would reaccount this story, but a lot of his stories with detectives said that he had this voice that would constantly echo in his head to kill John Lennon. And he liked John Lennon. But he said the voice would not leave him until he'd done what the voice said. In Matthew 3, chapter 1, the Bible says, In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And if you're here tonight and you never repented of your sins, and you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, and you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, tonight is your night. John came into the wilderness. The Bible says that he was as one, a voice of one crying, saying, Prepare ye the way of the Lord make his path straight this man had to know the voice of god he wasn't the savior but he was a forerunner and what his voice was saying get ready because messiah was coming and the voice of god is saying tonight get ready for i am coming there's a lot of people you got to understand there's a lot of things want your attention It's fighting, whether it's social media or the news or or other uh, noises. It's uh, it's business pulling for your attention. Uh, It wants to have your attention all the time. And God will not override that. Uh, It's when you set time aside and you learn the voice of God. Uh, Whether it be through the word of God or through the man of God. Uh, That still, small voice wants to speak to you tonight. It's important that we know his voice. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, and I used to teach a lot of this in prayer revivals, and this is how God is. God begins to call Samuel as a child, and, and he does not recognize the voice of God. And so God, this is what God does. He introduces himself to you, and he, he, he may not Speak to you in a still, small voice. Uh, but he may speak to you tonight by the preached word of God. Uh, and so he begins to call on Eli. He begins to speak to him. He's trying to, what do you do when you meet somebody? Well, you introduce themselves. You introduce yourself to one person. You know, uh, now, don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to help you. Uh, I hear a lot of people praying, but they never listen. You can't, two way relationship, you gotta, there has to be conversation both ways. Can't be just you doing all the talking. Never let anybody have a word in. I know none of y'all like that. You gotta hear, I mean, oh God, I need this. God, I need that. God, will you help me with this? But you never give him time to answer. Right? And, and, you know, when I'm at a conference or I'm at my home church or wherever I'm at and somebody's preaching, I know, I know without a doubt when God is speaking to me about something in my life. And God is speaking to people in this church tonight about to do things. Y'all get nervous. I had this one person, you know, you know, and they were like, their eyes would go this way, and they were scared to death. I was coming after them. I'm not coming after anybody. I have no agenda but to obey God. And so we must know the voice of God. I was in that prayer room tonight, and the Lord said, There's somebody that's in this service tonight that a voice has been telling them suicide. I was that Bishop Carpenters and, and, and that God began to speak that to me. And there was a boy there that already tried to take his life five times. But God delivered him that night in the altar and he got victory. Yeah. See a lot of people they, they want to know what God's saying. They want information without relationship. They want to know about the things of God, but they know God is speaking to them through the word of God or through the the pastor or whoever is speaking. But they don't want it. They don't really. They're really not hearing what he's saying. When John the Baptist came, he came. Hey, hey, I mean, if John the Baptist came here and preached, i would probably run him off. Caught him snakes and vipers and everything else. The Bible says uh, the Hebrew word stands for the prophet is derived from a root signifying to boil or to bubble over, and suggests that inside of him the word of God was bursting forth. That he was because Jeremiah said the word was shut up in my bones. It wasn't just the word of God; it was the word of God that Jeremiah was speaking to the people. And it was shut up inside of him because when God speaks to you something you can't keep it inside. He wants you. He wants it to go forth because He said, "If my word goes forth, it will not return void. It will prosper what it pleases." And a long time ago, when I was assistant pastor, and I would look out there and I said, "God, you always give me a message," and and I was asking Him. I was like, "God, you know, that's, that's how you talk to God." God, I was. You give me this message, and the people that, are, that it's for, or I think it's for, they're not here. Has that ever happened? And God says, you got to preach it because it's going to go before them in judgment. I'm talking about voices tonight. I'm talking about the Word of God tonight. you got to know the voice of God in the middle of distraction. When John the Baptist came, he didn't come patting people on the back, telling them. He told them what thus said the word of the Lord, uh, that you must repent of your sins. You've got to get baptized. John was the voice and Jesus was the word because the voice brings awareness to the word uh, or awareness to the word of God or to Jesus. Uh, We need voices crying out. We need people to hear the voice of God tonight. Uh, Not only that, to obey the word of God uh, and to stand up and hear what God is saying. Uh, It can't always be shouting and praising. We got to know what God is speaking. We gotta know what God is saying to us. We gotta know what God is saying to us as a body. We gotta know what God is speaking to our families. Men, we gotta know the voice of God. You can tell us about everything else. You can tell us about all the sports. You can tell us about all the hunting. I want you to tell me what God is saying. What God is saying to you. What God is speaking to you. What God is delivering to you for your family. In the book of 1 John, the Bible says, Love not the things of the world. He said, the lust there, he said, it's all going to pass away. But he said, but we have an unction from the Holy One. Do you, do, you have, do you know how to never miss the voice of God? God's voice will never contradict his word. And I have sat in the office in counseling sessions when people said, well, God spoke to me. But your pastor says something different. God would not speak to you outside of your man of God. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. We got a lot of people that mess their families up because they said, well, I know the voice of God. There's a woman, I ain't going to say where she's from. She was on Facebook and She was just running churches down Supposed to be apostolic And said that God spoke that to her God didn't speak that to her God don't speak to you to run people down On Facebook You're listening to the wrong voice The Holy Ghost is not going to tell you To speak against a man of God I don't know where this is coming from I just feel it Gonna speak that to you. Well, I heard from God. I've been fasting and praying. Yeah, that same that same man that sits it to the Spirit of God, he sits it to the other world too. And if you don't have a balance and you don't have a man of God, if you don't have authority in your life, you'll get all sideways and you'll begin to prophesy and lay hands on people. and It is not of God. That's why people get in trouble. They begin to operate in the gifts without relationship. Because when you love him... You have no agenda, you have no agenda, you have no agenda, you have no agenda, but to add a the body. You got an unction from the Spirit that's speaking to you, and when you're preaching and ministering and praying, the Holy Ghost begins to flow, because your conduit's not all stopped up with the junk. I didn't know all this was going to come out, but it's coming. Let's raise our hands. Let me speak to some young people. What are you waiting on? You're, you You're waiting to get everything right. God wants you to know him now. He's not wanting wanting you to know him later. He's wanting you to know him now. Because the world, the devil is coming after you. He wants to learn to speak to you. wants to speak the wrong things in your ear he wants to tell you God doesn't love you he wants to tell you that your church doesn't love you the pastor's not your enemy you can't do it by yourself you need a church you gotta be at church you gotta be at prayer meeting you gotta be at Bible study you gotta be at connect group You want to go to the next level, you got to know the voice of God. 1 Corinthians says there, there are, it may be so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Hey, every voice has got some kind of purpose. Many of people have lost their way uh, because they lost the voice of the man of God in their life. Uh, they lost the voice. They didn't really know the voice of God. All alone, they were deceived. Uh, yeah, that voice may have told you to do some good things, Oh, uh, uh, but that voice is sly. It wants to speak. Uh, one night I was going to bed, and I had my computer on preaching, and they were introducing a bunch of evangelists at a conference, uh, and, I, and I heard one of the evangelists uh, I think his name was like Cody Fredericks or something. And uh, I said, man, that sounds just like Mark Bishop. Pastor Mark Bishop. And I went over there and I I was like, but it wasn't him. But it sounded like him. The Bible says Satan was full of wisdom. He sounds real close. He's a good mimicker. He likes to to, take to an angel of light. You know what he says when a preacher preaches a word to you. And you know it. He comes up and says, ah, you're doing good. You don't have to listen to that. And it's so close, it's scary. You know what we do? Instead of listening to God, we hear this voice telling us we're no good. We're never going to mount. Mostly some of us that came out of some horrible past, he tells us we're no good. We're never going to mount. We can't sing in the choir. We'll never be a preacher. He's a liar. I said the devil is a liar. You better quit listening to that voice. I know it's Wednesday night. I hope it gets better. But I'm going to keep obeying the Holy Ghost. In Jeremiah 25, the Bible says in the 13th year of Judah, Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, even to this day. In The, 20th, the Bible says, Jeremiah said... The word of the Lord come unto me. And I have spoken unto you rising early and speaking. But ye have not hearkened. God was speaking to this young man. But the people would not hear. We got to be still long enough to hear God. Look at what Paul said in Acts 13. He stood and he's preaching to him. He said, John fulfilled his course, John the Baptist. He said, for they dwelt in Jerusalem and the rulers because they knew him not, nor the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath. Uh, they have fulfilled them and condemned them. In Romans 10 and 17, uh, the Bible says that their words tell the apostles and the prophets went out into all the world, but the world could not hear it. But they were out there Because God said his word would not return void. He said he would have a voice speaking his word out. He would have a voice speaking faith. He would have a voice speaking repentance. He would have a voice speaking baptism. He would have a voice. And he said, I tell you, if you repent, you shall likewise perish. Mm. Feel the Holy Ghost. I got so many notes; it's crazy. And then here was here was Herod. When he heard Jesus preaching, he said, "John, John has risen from the dead." He said, "John the Baptist." I'm gonna tell you something now. You cut his head off, but his words are still echoing in your head, Herod. That's right. That's right. They were still going in his, they were still there. Because when the word gets in your heart, you can't get rid of it. You can't, you can't, oh my God, is somebody hearing me tonight? There's deliverance in this altar by the word of God. The word of God will set you free. <laughs> You cut his head off. You may cut the preacher's head off, but his words will still go forth, and God will bring it to pass. You cut his head off, but the word will never die. You know, echoes, they can be heard in small places with hard walls like wells. And there are a lot of hard surfaces around for it to bounce this is why you hear echoes in a canyon, a cave, a mountain range. This is where John the Baptist was raised, in between his dwellings in Jerusalem and Jericho, said it was Josephus said it was real rocky. A lot of the places where he preached, because there was echoes of his voice. But it says if it meets a soft surface, such as a cushion. They will be absorbed and will not bounce back. In Ezekiel thirty-six, he said, "I will give you a new heart, and my spirit I will put within you, and I will take away the stony heart and give you a heart of flesh." I wonder today if the word of God has been absorbed, or is it just echoing off our hearts in the wilderness of Judea where he preached. And his words went out into the hill country. His voice echoed. I would have loved to preach something on faith tonight. But this is the greatest word that you'll hear. Is to learn the voice of God. To know the voice of God. Because God sends warnings. Because uh, there's people tonight, you're listening to the wrong voice. Uh, you're hearing the wrong voice. And God says, I want you to hear my voice. Uh, and that I love you. He, that's all he wants. Uh, he wants relationship. Uh, he wants relationship. Uh, he wants you to know his voice. Uh, he wants to know that he loves you. Uh, and he died for you. Oh Jesus, have mercy. Oh, yeah. have a burden tonight with somebody. have a burden tonight with somebody. Church, pray for a moment before we continue. We're all dressed up and we're all covered up God's pulling back the sheets tonight on somebody we have an unction from the Holy One we have an unction pray church for a moment pray we have an unction we have an unction from the Holy One a voice crying in the wilderness, Elijah, I'm not in the fire, I'm not in the wind, but I'm coming to you, and that still, small voice, I'm speaking to you. Oh, when my heart links up with my people, and they can shut everything off and hear my voice. And they hear my voice. And they hear my voice. They hear my voice over all the noise. And I'm not a stranger to them. Oh God, don't be a stranger to me. There's people that can be here tonight. But they heard the wrong voice. There's nothing else important but the house of God. To hear the voice of God. To know the voice of God. To walk with Him. To know Him, to know Him, to know Him is to love Him. I don't hear you praying. God, get rid of every distraction tonight. Find the enemy, God, that brings confusion to your people. By confusing God. He wants to give somebody a heart of flesh. There's people here, you need the Holy Ghost tonight. You need to be in this altar and you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost tonight. You need the Spirit of God. It's speaking to you. Say, well, I don't understand it. Oh, but you know enough when God is moving and you feel his presence. Uh, There's people you've withdrawn yourself from the church. Uh, You pulled yourself out of the choir. You pulled yourself out of the connect. Come on now. I'm talking to you. Hear the voice. Get involved again. Get connected again. Uh
1: Uh,
0: I'm not preaching this out of meanness tonight. I'm preaching it out of love because I'm trying to reach somebody. I wish God let me preach on the Holy Ghost and faith. Sometimes He's got to get our attention and stop us. In Luke chapter sixteen, and I'm closing. There was a rich man. The Bible said he was clothed in purple, and he. There was a beggar. The Bible says he, he died, and Lazarus died, and Lazarus went with Abraham, and this rich man died. And the Bible says there was a great gulf fix. Brother, can you do my mic like I said? There was a chasm there. There was a chasm. And chasms bring echoes. I wonder if he heard the echoes of a sermon. I wonder if he heard the echoes of Father Abraham. Don't preach. Don't preach to me, preacher. Don't tell me. Don't tell me about hell. I'm trying to tell somebody. God wants you to hear his voice. Not after it's too late. He wants you to hear the voice of one crying in the wilderness. The voice is an echo. Not the echoes when it's too late. Not when it's in a chasm. And I cannot do anything about it. But Now. Now. Now, now! Oh, don't preach to me. I'm trying to stir you. Come on, this altar's open. I'm preaching to everybody tonight. Those that have not been water baptized, you shouldn't be left leave this place without being baptized. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to warn you that God is great, and He gave us a way of escape. Among those people that the devil has been lying to you is so much, you're depressed and you're suicidal in your thoughts. I feel the Holy Ghost speaking. You're suicidal in your thoughts because of the voice you've been listening to. The gateways that you've been opening up to the spirit world. The things you've been looking at. You look at everybody's highlights on Facebook. You look at everybody's highlights. You don't really know their real life. Don't get caught into that mess. You don't really know what people are going through. You don't know what people are really dealing with. They put all that on there. It's a fake. It's not real. You don't walk in their house. You don't walk into their life. But God said, I'm going to give you life abundantly. We got an auction. I feel an auction in this place. It's not condemnation; it's conviction. You know what condemnation it offers? No hope. God offers us hope. Come on, church! Pray with your guests right now. If they don't understand, pray with them. Pray with them to receive the Holy Ghost. We can receive the Holy Ghost just as much as anything else tonight. Come on, if you're dealing with mental, mental health tonight, I want you in this altar. If you know that voice has been speaking to you and lying to you, he has been lying to your children, he has been lying to you, come on, I know who some of you are, I can come get you right now. it's just the way it is God is never going to change the devil is a liar he's a liar he's got a lying mouth that's what he's got he's got a lying voice come on God said he came to give you life to give you purpose give you peace give you hope I just don't want to hear any voice but I want to hear the voice of God Our kids are under so much pressure in high school. Our kids are under so much pressure. Won't you get with a young person and pray for them? I just got a burden tonight. Won't you go pray with a a person that's still in high school or elementary right now? Come on, church family. I need you to listen to me. I want you to go lay hands on them and pray a covering over their mind. To be a certain way. To look a certain way. The devil is a liar. I bind the lying spirit of hell. He's a liar. His voice is a lying voice. He didn't like me preaching this to you tonight. Come on. There's enough covering of his plots tonight. He's a liar from hell. That's why you can't open every gateway. You can't look at the wrong things. It tries to pinpoint things. uh, Make you think that's the way you should look. Come on, go lay hand on a young person. hand on a young person come on let us to pray right now over people come on buddy open your mouth and praise God he said let's turn this place into a prayer meeting right now. I need the church to hear me. Turn it into a place of intercession. I need some interceding. I need somebody to stand in the gap. I need somebody to stand in the gap tonight. No looking around. I need people praying. I need people praying. Come on, I'm going to push you. I need people standing in the gap. I need people standing in the gap. Come on, I thought this was a praying church. It was built. Jake Brady Wilson built this place. He was a man of prayer. Come on, intercede. Stand in the gap. And line, boys. We got an option from God tonight. Come on, church. Everybody praying, every man praying, every lady praying, every young person praying. Come on, God's got plans for this church. He's got plans. Come on, buddy, open that mouth right now. Come on, you said, yeah, come on. Let them tears come out. Let the Holy Ghost up on you right now. Let them tears come out. Pray the prayer of faith in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray the prayer of faith on somebody. Push, push, push. Push into his presence right now. Push into his presence right now. right now the holy ghost is coming right now receive you the Holy Ghost sheha now alla nova go yeah. come on, come on. Oh, hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus come on Is anybody else that needs the Holy Ghost tonight come on church I need you to work with me I need you to find somebody that needs the Holy Ghost and needs prayer. Right now. Come on, ladies. Lose him right now. Come on, church. Don't stop praying yet. We're just standing around. We need to be praying. There's deliverance in this altar. People are getting the Holy Ghost. We never take one service for granted. Hallelujah. Come on, there's other ones receiving the Holy Ghost. Worship God, everybody. Please quit talking for a moment. Worship God. Please quit talking. The video ain't ministering. Just worship God right now. I don't feel like God's done yet. Worship God. Just love Him. Close your eyes. You may have got what all you need, but there's other people I still please. Oh, he belongs to this church. Come on, I want you to pray until something happens. I want you to pray until something changes in Him. Everybody's important. Everybody has worth. I stand in the gap, God. I stand in the gap tonight. We take a party by the word of God. The devil is a liar. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church, pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. There's people here you need to be baptized tonight before you leave. There's people, you need to be baptized in water in Jesus' name. Church, if you see somebody that needs to be baptized, you ask them. Tonight is your night. Come on. Come on. Pray more than five minutes. Let's pray. 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 So there's a floodgate into his spirit right now. Every voice that's not of God, we bind you by the word of God in the name of Jesus. There's gifts of healing right now. If you need healing, lift your hands up right now. Come on. I feel like the gifts of healing is in this place right now. Come on. If you need healing in your body, mentally, physically, just raise your hand. Come on. Lift your hand and pray right now. Release healing upon God's people. I curse sickness and disease. I command every cell to be right. I command every nerve to be right. I command diabetes to leave these people. I curse cancer in the name of Jesus Christ. I send the word of God to Brother Carson right now. I command that tumor to leave his body. I command heart problems to leave. Come on, you got to believe the word of God tonight. I command things to come back in order into your body. I command confusion to leave your body in the name of Jesus. I release healing into the body of Christ right now. (laughs) come on there's pain leaving your body right now i said there's pain leaving your body there's joy coming right now brother ethan let's change it right now to go to something tempo come on we're gonna praise god before we leave this place i said uh, come on now i said we're gonna praise god before we leave this place victory belongs to god's people somebody come help him on the instruments It's only 8.33. We're going to take about five minutes and we're going to tear this place up. Come on, I want somebody to run right now. I need somebody to run right now. I want somebody to jump right now. We're not defeated. We got the victory. There's healing taking place when you're moving. Come on, I need everybody to do something. You got hands, you got feet, do something. Come on, I want you to dance like nobody's watching. Hallelujah. Don't wait on the music, it's coming. Go ahead and praise God. Say, I don't need no music to dance. I don't need no music to worship. You know God did something for you tonight. You ought to be
1: shouting. I'm
2: changed somebody's leaving here delivered healed restored somebody's mind is leaving here renewed somebody's home is going to be healed when they get back there come on praise the lord for that right here thank you jesus thank you jesus as announcements go, I only have one. Brother Aaron Bounds will be here next Sunday. And I promise you, you don't want to miss that. He preached at Apostolic Conference this Sunday, yeah. (laughs) But he can sing. Oh my goodness. I I, I even voice recorded it on my phone. He can tear it up. But y'all want to be here, I promise. We're going to go ahead and pray a prayer dismissal. And I want you to pray that you take this home. That this atmosphere that's in here would go back to where you're going. That you could dance there and pray there just like you did in here. God, I pray right now, Jesus, that this presence wouldn't leave. I'd go home with it, Jesus. That backslidden family members would feel this presence, God. That they would grow curious. Jesus, that they would want to come back here and experience this for themselves. God, we thank you for the healing that took place. God, we thank you for your word, Jesus. We thank you for the man of God.